think now might be as good a time as any to crank up the old camcorder. Nah, maybe later. Oh, Dad, you've been saying no for weeks now. Just sit here and talk about your life. Life's got nothing to do with it. This is about me dying and you having something to look at after I'm dead. The whole thing gives me the creeps. Well, I can't believe you're refusing to record your history because it gives you the creeps. Okay, then, I'll tell you the real truth. My Indian heritage forbids it. I'm afraid your magic box will rob me of my spirit. I don't know why you're being so negative about this. It's not really for when you're dead. It's for when you've lost your mind. And that's from Fraser. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. My show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And if you have any difficulties communicating with family members who are getting a little on in age and maybe they're driving and they shouldn't be driving and you have to tell Ma, you know what, Ma, it's not safe on the roads anymore for you. And Mom, you know you're going to be putting up a battle with her or you feel like they shouldn't be living alone. They're leaving the stove on. They're just... They're tripping, your father's tripping, and he should be in assisted living. How do you make those transitions? Those are what that's just one category of many different categories that you can call and ask me a question on. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and we can talk about your kids, your romantic life, problems with friends, problems in the workplace, problems with yourself. Maybe you procrastinate or you're doing things that you wish you didn't do. And my number is toll free, one drkenner And right now, I want to welcome Adrian to the show. Welcome, Adrian. Hello. Hi. You're having difficulties with your fiancé? Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to get into it, but uh, I'll call her a serial philanderer. Okay. Um, Give me one example of what she does. Um, we've gone to concerts and she's you know, just left with one of the band members. or um, I've been to work, and she would just go to a friend's house and just, just to have sex. And, and um, just what? She would go to a friend's house. Uh, and just, make love know, with him? Sex. And yeah. have sex, okay. Not, but not make love, and she, she definitely says there's a difference. So. Well, <laughs> okay, well, that's one of the problems, isn't it? it and she, she was abused as a child, and I've, I've done some reading on it and found out that that can be a problem with, people who haven't had help after that. Yeah, she definitely needs the help. I mean, this is not a good lifestyle, even though it's medically risky. I mean, she puts herself at risk for all sorts of diseases. It's psychologically deadly. It's not good for her to see herself as only good if she can have sex, you know, to wrap her life around that. She needs to change some fundamental ideas, which are not easy to change. But help me understand what attracts you to her and what keeps you in the picture. Why is she still your fiancé, knowing that she's cheated on you multiple, multiple times? Um, maybe it's because I, I knew about her before we got together, and that didn't stop me from falling in love with her. Okay, um, yeah. And, I mean, trying to change someone is impossible. They've got to change themselves. Beautiful. And, my feelings that I have for her haven't changed just because she's done that. She's always been honest and upfront with me when it's happened. Um, she feels guilty and will just sit there and cry for hours. And Yeah. Um, she knows she shouldn't be doing it, but it's something she just can't help. Yeah, she can't help it. See, okay, that, she, yeah. okay, I, See that's, that's the loophole. When people say, you know, I just keep doing it, I just keep going and getting the alcohol or getting the drugs or getting the sex or gambling, and I can't help it, it's an addiction. It does feed into the cultural idea that these are diseases of the mind rather than 
products of free will, products of choice. If she faced no alternative, like for example, if I have diabetes, I don't face an alternative. I can change my eating habits. Or if I have a heart valve, pro valve problem, it's not like I can say, okay, I am really going to think hard and not have the heart valve problem tomorrow. You know, it's not that that sort of issue. It's the sort of issue where it's very hard to change long ingrained habits, but she does face alternatives. She can prepare in advance to say, I'm not going to go to any more rock concerts. I know I put myself at risk. It's like a person, a person who's morbidly obese walking into a pastry shop. They need to say to themselves in advance, if I want my health back, if I'm passionate about losing weight, I need to avoid restaurants and pastry shops. So she could do a lot of work up front to say, listen, when I get the feeling that I just have to have sex with XYZ, this guy, or I want to see if I'm competent, if, you know, if I can, I don't know what she said. Do you know what she says to herself when she's uh, leading someone on? No, just by watching her, I can assume that it's, and I'm assuming, but it's uh, a way she feels validated. She's she, she feels important that way. Yeah, and that's called pseudo-self-esteem. You base your self-esteem on something that is not related to your good functioning of your mind, making good choices, reaching healthy goals that, you're, that you can stand back and be proud of. So she's basing it. Many people have such a thing, pseudo-self-esteem. I'm only good if other people like me, or I'm only good if I'm good at gambling, or I'm only good if I can get away with it, sneak around. You know, th or I'm only good if I can have sex with a lot of men. She needs to challenge that idea. And cognitive therapy would be excellent for her. But again, you can't make that change for her. That would be up to her. And she's refused since day one to see any type of therapy. Are you considering having kids with her? Um, I was, uh, I was considering having, a, I've had a vasectomy, I was thinking of having a reversal. Okay, uh, re okay, so to, to open up that possibility. Um, and so here, here are the warning signs that you have, or let me ask you, what are the warning signs that you currently have with her? Um, well, she, she, something I didn't mention earlier, is she, she's, uh, on, uh, psych meds, which she got off of. And uh, it seems the longer she gets off of it, the worse it gets. Um, she uh, begged me yesterday to go get her some more, so I went and you know had a script filled. She still won't take now that I've gotten the script filled. Okay, but you're becoming you're if, if you want to ask yourself, what do I want in a romantic relationship? Do I want someone who's more of my equal, who I can admire, or do I want someone who's clingy and needy and refusing to make choices that they could make to make their life phenomenal? And if you can picture her as the wife of your, ch the mother of your children, and she's out philandering or she's out having sex with people, you know, random people, you know, what type of a lifestyle is that? Oh, where's mommy today? Is mommy going to tuck me into bed tonight? You know, this is a product of choice. It's not a choice for her to change her habits overnight, but it certainly is a choice to take her meds, to get into therapy. And if she refuses to do that for herself, if she refuses to face 
an obvious problem head on, then you are buying into that, you are buying into a defective relationship. And long range, it's not going to get better because you can already see her mental policy, her choice-making policy that is changeable, but she's not willing to change. Okay. Uh, I mean, how do you try to get someone to take their meds? You can't. You can just say, listen, the, the relationship hangs on this. I know you can make better choices. I'm not willing to, and again, this is your choice, not mine, but if you're wanting to have a happier life yourself, you could say, listen, I love you dearly. There are aspects that I adore in you. If you would grow those, there are aspects that I don't like at all, and they're changeable. If you choose not to change them, I can't stay with you. If you choose to work on them, I'm in it. You know, I'm, I'm willing to work with you on this. So you can work with her. Thank you so much for the call. And um, I wish you a lot of happiness and kids that enjoy their mom. And thank you for your time. Thank you, Adrian. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Yeah, yeah.